Welcome back to How It's Played. My name's Eli Sullivan. Joining me along today is Emily Rubin and Matthew Yap. Awesome. So, as you might have known, Apple had a conference recently where they announced a ton of weird services, including Apple Arcade. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's probably what it sounds like. It's a quote like subscription service of kind, mm-hmm. um, which you basically pay for like ad free games and like exclusive games according to Apple. Mm-hmm. Um, what are <laughs> you guys' initial thoughts on this service? <laughs> Here's my issue. Apple is nowhere near who I plan on going to for games, mm-hmm. like, ever. And there's enough competition between, like, Sony, Xbox, Nintendo to an extent. Like, there's already enough competition in the game world. I think it's such a weird choice for Apple to try and get in on that. In terms of business, I get it because they're trying to cash in on the trend of, like, gaming and everything. But I agree with you, Matt. Like, why would you go to Apple? Why would you pay for an Apple subscription <laughs> service when you could just, first off, it apples aren't hard to like yeah jailbreak no. and no. like i'm not condoning that i'm just saying like i don't foresee this going too well i already pay 20 dollars a month for nintendo online i'm really not about <laughs> to drop another subscription service. speaking about nintendo online um if you're a twitch prime member right now you get nintendo online for a year and then you get some like exclusive loot with like apex legends and like a lot of other stuff so like I can't twitch believe i'm prime. About a twitch prime member but I'm going to take the Apple. Yeah. Just yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's really weird because there's all these services now. Like, PlayStation now is very well established. So is Xbox. Xbox has really good games they give out for monthly. Like, yeah. Like, and Nintendo, like, granted, Nintendo's probably the worst out of all of them. But, like, it's still something. You know, like, they're still here before Apple decided to hop on this bandwagon. Yeah, I agree that Nintendo's isn't great. I This is not a joke when I say I literally have it just so I can play Tetris 99. But oh my gosh. I love Tetris 99. <laughs> that is another conversation, but it's so good. I love good. that. Oh, it's worth the $20 a month. Oh, my God. <laughs> you don't know how much I play it. I've won once. Anyways, <laughs> but uh, and so, yeah, I'm kind of with you that, like, I don't know, there is just some markets that seem impossible to break into if you're not already established. And since it's not like Apple has like big IPs that we're all dying to get to, I don't think it's going to work for them. <laughs> Can I ask a dumb question? Yeah. So like, is this just for iPhone or is this also like you could use on your Mac? Um, they actually announced that you can use it for your like, it'll be tied to your Apple account. So you can use it for your like iPhone, your iPad. Um, and your Mac OS, which is really weird because I typically don't associate Mac OS with gaming. But At all. No. no. You don't get a Mac for gaming. I was asking because, like, I, I know people that play, like, mobile games, but mm. those games are not typically the type of thing you'd sit down and play for an extended no. time. That's like if you're, like, on a train for a few minutes. I mean, they do they do offer games like Fortnite on your phone. Stardew Valley. But that, like, you don't need a subscription for that. Right. Just buy it, and then you have it. And you don't, like... I personally only play like one game, and that's maybe Stardew Valley. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't get it. I mean, the game I played the most in terms of iPhone games recently was just like Pokemon Go, and that's oh yeah. Free. I mean, yeah. I say I still play Pokemon Go, but again, it's free. <laughs> it's free. Better subscribe. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know how Apple's planning going about like convincing people that this is a good deal because like a lot of the games that they announce are like free or like. Yeah, they might cost some money, but like they haven't announced the pricing on this at all, which is right. totally just up in the air. They could just be like, "Oh, it's like fifty bucks a month." And I'm like, "I'm not going to pay fifty bucks a month for iPhone games." Well, that's what confused me is a lot of these games, like you said, they're like ninety nine cent games. A lot of them are free. They're like a dollar ninety nine the Apple Store, and so 
if you were to buy those in the Apple Store, you pay that one time and then you're kind of good to go. I don't understand what Apple is trying to offer here. Yeah. I mean, sure, you have access to all those games now, but is that really going to be paying off, especially considering how much you'll actually play those games? It's odd, too, because, I mean, think of all the things you get. Like, when you get when you download something from the App Store, you really only get, like, one or two. I just, no. you get access to more, but most of them aren't good. But ad-free. I mean. Free, quotes. Yeah. <laughs> If you uh, if you think about games, do you guys typically associate them with like iPhone games? Like, do you, like when you purchase a phone, do you think, oh man, I can't wait to play the Infinity Blade series on my latest iPhone? No. Negatory. Here's the thing: my favorite game of all time is Faster Than Light. I think it is the best game, has the best soundtrack, and it is available on mobile. I have played maybe 20 minutes of it on mobile because. I don't think a lot of games like that correlate to mobile. I I just can't associate an iPhone with like good gaming. The new uh, Elder Stro- Elder Scrolls is coming out on mobile. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, we'll Bethesda s- really loves to put things where they don't belong. You will see how that goes. So I mean, I, I guess more people could make bigger games. That almost seems like, like I don't know, a gimmick because like yeah. I I've played a decent amount of Skyrim on my Alexa. And, oh my gosh. Yeah, that was amazing. A yeah, it's it's kind of fun, but again, it's not good gameplay. It's just a gimmick, and so I feel like big games like that on your iPhone. I don't, I don't know how. Fun I'm not a be. fan. Yeah, yeah. I just, I find that there's this trend of like bigger games coming to iPhones just because they can technical, like they have the technical power to handle it. Mm-hmm. But like, if you think of an iPhone, you think of like oh, pulling it out for a couple minutes, like because you're commuting or something like that. Like yeah. so. What's the whole point of having a really long game on an iPhone anyways? Like, Do you think if they push this for, like, iPads, maybe it would come across a little better? Because I can see maybe if you have an iPad, like, that being a little better. The screen's bigger. You have more room to, like, play, I guess. I think maybe if they did that and then released a controller for, like, larger games. Like, okay. Um, if they actually tried to, like, market the iPad as more, like, it can also be used as a system. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it's also portable to some extent, to a lesser extent than an iPhone. Um, maybe. But, I, again, like, we have the Switch now. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. They did say a lot of the games will support, like, third-party controllers, but Apple hasn't even released their own controller for their systems at all. Like, not a wireless one, not even, like, one of the weird ones that, like, you put your little phone on the top and play yeah. it. I can't even play half my Steam library on my Mac. That's so, very no. true, honestly. <laughs> this is, like, it seems almost, like, last minute is, I guess, the only way I can describe it. Yeah. like, it seems like they were just like, oh, we could make a game service. Because, like you said, they don't have controllers. They don't really have IPs. Like, it just seems like they just were like, well, maybe people will buy it and throw it out there. Have they announced what games will be available? Um, speaking about that, they said that there's, quote, over 100 People who've uh, partnered up with Apple Arcade, whether or not they're like releasing like exclusive free games or like simply just doing the ad-free service or just being part of it. Um, some of the publishers are Sega, Platinum Games, which is like the makers of One Wonderful 101 and mm-hmm. Bayonetta, uh, Konami, um, which is it's Konami, uh, Devolver <laughs> Digital, Cartoon Network, Disney, and Lego. That makes sense. So yeah. it's like a lot of like it's a lot of like kids kind of focus games, you know, like that makes sense. 
I'm not trying to say this is like a like throwaway thing because I would consider myself, but I think it's for a lot of casual gamers. And like I said, I'd consider myself a casual gamer. I'm not good at like real. I play a lot of like hardcore games like Halo and stuff, but I'm not good at them. Um, so I think maybe they're trying to I think it would make sense for them to try to market as just like a Stardew Valley-esque game or like an FTL where like those companies kind of sound like you would just chill and play these games maybe run around on like sonic side scroller for a while and i guess when you think about it like kids especially like kids growing up now that get iphones a lot younger uh i can see them asking their parents for this well i forget the exact numbers but there was that report a while back that like most of uh the apple's like store purchases came from like children's games on their parents phone like that's where most of the purchases came from and I guess this, this could get rid of the issue of kids buying things unauthorized. Yeah. If they had a subscription service with, like, a load of games that they could go to without issue. Yeah, they also said that all the games are, like, available to play offline. You don't have to have an internet connection for it, which, like, was, like, a double kind of, like, attack. You're, like, one is you don't have to worry about kids paying for, or, you know, accidentally buying anything. And then two... Um, they were sort of attacking the Google Stadia thing. Like, that was announced, like, a week or two ago, you know? Mm-hmm. Be- just because, like, I feel like what Apple did was they saw that announcement from Google, and they're like, crap. And like, they're <laughs> like, we have to come out with something now, guys. And they're like, uh, Apple, um, um, I used to go to the arcade a lot. Yeah, it yeah. starts with an A. <laughs> Apple Arcade. <laughs> but, I mean, it's really weird because, like, I don't know. Back when I remember the, like, I like iPod originally coming out, like the iPod Touch, like a lot of games were just on there initially and then they sort of got monetized and like sort of pushed off to the side and like a lot of people don't really, I feel like people don't touch it as much just because how much money is literally just being poured into them and it was like, play this game, but it's 10 bucks on the app store and people don't want to spend 10 bucks on the app store. Yeah, I can see the ad thing, and like you said, the money thing is because I used to play this game. It was called Two Dots. It was like one of you just connect dots to get rid of them. One of those type of situations, uh, and um, I really enjoy that game. I played it quite a bit just in like my downtime. But then it got to the point where there was an ad between every single level, and so you get to that point, like you said, where like you're like, okay, this started out very simple and non monetized, but now it's lots of ads they want you to do in-store or in-app purchases and so i guess maybe this could be a solution to make like mobile gaming a little more i don't know simplified for users but would these games still have in-app purchases i I would have to imagine um because i mean i could if they didn't i could see this being a good thing like so that way you get rid of the conflict and the controversy of marketing to children in sort of like a gambling fashion Mm mm-hmm if not, if they still have them, that's a little more malicious. It, it sounds like Apple is saying that like even the free games that they're going to have for their like arcade, it's just going to be free vads, which I mean, it does sound really nice. But like, I have like a little younger brother who's eight. He knows the app store. He knows how to download apps. Like, it's yeah. not yeah. going to be something that like will diverge kids away from it unless he can like lock down the app store within certain right like, users or something like that. But like. Kids know the app store. They're not. They're not dumb. Yeah. Probably better than their parents. Well, and here's the thing. I honestly, I don't see a way it could. They could ever get rid of in-app purchases. Yeah. Because like, never personally played it, but the Candy Crush, which is like one of the biggest ones. Oh gosh. You know, when you lose a level, you can pay to restart the level, or you can pay to get like power ups to do better. And so like with things like that, you have to pay, or else like there's no reason to not use those kind of things. So I imagine they can't really get rid of in-app purchases. 
I just mean if they're making like games specifically for this, mm-hmm. they could decide, make the ethical choice not to do it. <laughs> but as we all know, Apple's a very ethical company. So <laughs> I, oh, I had faith. There's no such thing as ethical companies in a capitalist society. Whoa, Matt. What? Whoa. That's very accurate. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, they did since they did announce like all these um, games and all these developers. Like, do you actually think the games will be actually good? Do you think that like Apple will actually curate these games like they said they are? I mean, a hundred games in development—that's quite a bit. And if they're planning on re- releasing them all at once or uh-huh. I, whatever they have planned, I have no idea. Like. I, it's it's sketchy. It is pure sketch. I gotta go with a hard no, because even big companies make bad mobile games. I mean, think of like Super Mario Run. Like, it yeah, w- Nintendo is a great company. They make fantastic games. It was a lame side scroller that you had to pay like ten bucks for once you got through three levels. You're 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 phasing out Mitomo. You you forgot about Mitomo. <laughs> I certainly did. I forgot all about Mitomo. Thank I you. had it for a minute. I did too. I mean, it was it was okay. Just it was very lacking in content. And yeah, I not think, a lot of people knew about it. I think it's going to be a quantity over quality situation. Yeah, they're going to try and make it appealing. Like, look how many games we have. But in reality, <laughs> it's going to be like you know those NES games that were like two hundred games in one, and they yeah. were all just like oh, yeah. programmed by like some dude on the street with like, a it took me two days pager to make this or something. Game. <laughs> <laughs> but um, like. I'm looking at some of the games and like they are they are notable publishers. I'll give them that. They are. Like they're coming Cuz Sega's with... done so much great in the past years. Sonic is an inspiration. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but I mean in terms of Sega they're releasing the uh Sonic uh racing game which is I mean it's not the worst thing in the world. It's pretty moderate, I love Sonic. But Sonic <laughs> itself <laughs> Thank is... you. Oh, <laughs> um and Sonic then, Racing had Big the Cat, so you know, like, oh my it did have Big the Cat. Oh what more can you ask for? Oh no, it's all coming back to me now. Yeah, it is. I regret my statement. I retract that statement. Where's Cream? Where is Cream? <laughs> what was her chow's name? Like, I don't know. It was like it was like Cream and Eggs or something. I oh hate gosh. it. <laughs> Quality. I played the Chow mini games too much in Sonic Adventure too. Oh, that's all I. But played. those are awesome. <laughs> Gonna totally ignore the nostalgia there. Okay, <laughs> I will get back straight to the Apple Arcade after I say this one statement. Where is Nintendogs for the iPhone? Because I don't think anything would make more sense. That would be really cool, actually. Wouldn't it? Anyways, but um, I don't know. I just find it really weird how like Apple doesn't have any like speaking about all these like notable names and stuff mm-hmm. in games. N- Apple doesn't really have any like specific IPs that they own. They don't have like yeah. their own Mario or their own. <laughs> Master Chief or whatever. I don't really <laughs> care. I don't. But like. Apple Chief. He's coming at you. <laughs> Apple's always been like just, you know, like releasing content. Like, they're like, oh, we'll just team up with someone to make the thing. And yeah. then we'll just release it and just take some of the money from their own revenue, you know. But like, they've never made anything on their own, if you think about it. Which, for a business model, probably works decently well. I mean, yeah. why be creative when there's all these people that are being creative? I mean, you're just a giant platform. Yep, they're they're one trillion dollars. I mean, of course they're, of course it's working well. Yeah. <laughs> they don't have to do squat. Kind of sounds like a monopoly. <gasps> oh no, I love monopoly. That's a fun game. Yeah, <laughs> it is fun, but not not the real life monopoly. Yeah, no, we don't real want life that. monopolies are bad. No. Monopoly the board game is my seventh favorite board game. But I mean, if you think about Apple in terms of like. 
the whole Monopoly deal, they announced like a lot of things that are just out beyond their typical reach. Yeah. Like the whole TV streaming service, like why? Like why do they have so many just like, get a Roku. things? I can't hear you, Eli, over the sound of them counting their gold bars. <laughs> it's like totally a money thing. You, you, you mistook uh, gold bars for uh, gold Apple watches. <laughs> oh, no. Mm. No. Uh, it's it's really sad, too, because like it's hard for consumers now to pick what platforms to use and like what streaming services to use. And Apple comes in here is like, hey. Want another streaming service? <laughs> Want a game platform? No, that's, no. I was going to say that earlier about the gaming thing. Is like You know how like ne- like at first it was easy because like you could just choose Netflix and so then you have everything and now every company breaks away and every network. Like DC took away all their stuff that I used to watch so they could be like, we have our own. Buy our streaming service. Disney's coming up. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's what's happening with gaming where all these different companies are like, no, buy our specific gaming service. You can't play Tetris 99 without paying $20 a month, Matt. <laughs> Like, I'll buy it for, like, $80, Nintendo. Just let me stop paying for it every month. But what I was saying, uh, no, I think it is just this massive monopoly that's almost unappealing to users. When there's this company that just continues to make all these things where you can't get away from it, there's Apple Pin, there's Apple Watches, there's Apple Subscription Services, there's Apple TV, there's Apple Gaming. It is becoming this, like, almost cartoonish supervillain, like, megacorp, you know? Like, it feels like they are just, like, taking everything and squeezing it for every amount of money. It's gross. And I think as a consumer, it feels uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the weird thing is, is that they're charging a lot more for like the quality you get out of things. Like I remember watching a recent review over the latest iPad Pro, and it bends like paper. I kid yeah. you not. Like He's like, now for the bend test? And he's like, moved it like an inch, and it just shattered yeah. everywhere. I was like, this quality. is maybe. Well, Apple is a status symbol. I mean, oh, absolutely. you get Apple because everybody else has Apple and because, you know, the way they market themselves is quite brilliant. Uh, mm-hmm. They make mm-hmm. it look like it's like the tool used by the rich. And like you, if you are anybody, you have Apple. And they're so, the rich, they're the creatives. Anyone who's like a creative person uses a Mac. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, and they make it like in some ways with Macs, especially like you have to get it if you want to use the Adobe suite efficiently. Yeah, Um, yeah, true. So it's for consumers, like I agree with you, Matt, like for me, it's very off-putting, but most people don't think about it that way. Yeah. When I came to college, I started working here in the UML where we're recording and they had all Macs all across the thing and I was like, sick, I'm going to use a Mac. I'm like a real professional now. Macs are terrible. I hate the, like it is terrible like quality of life things it needs to just fix. The like interface is awful. But again, I my whole life was like, these have to be the greatest machines of all time. (laughs) It's the greatest lie of all. I mean, the interesting thing is like, uh, speaking about their marketing for the Apple Arcade when they were showing off like screenshots in the App Store, it is officially like one of the tabs that will just be right there when you open up the App Store now. Like they have a dedicated like little section to it now. Like, they're really pushing that. Yeah, they're yeah. really pushing like, hey, you can now be part of the arcade, <laughs> and like, <laughs> like you know stuff like that. And like even from like a sort of going to the, like the development standpoint, like you were saying, like used by professionals. If you want to develop iOS apps. Like of any kind, you have to have a Mac. Like it is no exception. And like developers, like they were when they were um, showcasing Apple Arcade, some were like a little bit mixed. Like, yeah, Apple itself is generally like has a lot of users, so like they yeah. expect like pretty high quality content because of that brand name. But like a lot of developers um, were just really like sort of scared about it because they're like mm-hmm. 
can we live up to the um, Apple curation yeah. or whatever their expectations are for these games? Because, if, like, for example, like indie developers, like, who's going to pay attention to indie developers? Right. Like, will they get Apple's attention? What will they have to do? What hoops will they have to go through? You know? Yeah, I am very curious to see if in a similar way like you just said to like if you want to develop an app, you have to like use like Apple stuff. You have to be there for them. I'm very curious to see if like now anyone who's trying to make a game is going to be able to make a game not a part of the Apple's like arcade service or is it like going to kind of dominate that as well or are they going to leave some wiggle room? That is interesting. I didn't even think about that. Like what happens to the like not younger but indie creators? Do yeah. they have to conform? Mm-hmm. Or will there be like a separate like subsection still? I say because I my mind for some reason went straight to like Nintendo's Fire Emblem app. They are not listed on there. Nintendo's not really working with Apple Arcade right now. Are they even if they're not necessarily forced to? Is it going to be kind of a situation where you have trouble finding that app in the App Store now? Probably. Yeah. I, I think a lot of con- I think what will happen if this is successful, a lot of consumers will just sort of like have Apple Arcade and then they'll just choose from that little selection list. Yeah. And then they won't go beyond the app store, and everyone else will sort of start to like falter a bit. You know, like a lot of apps won't get the recognition that they deserve. And like, of course, like it'll be like, oh, here's the creative game of the year. But guess who chooses that? Apple does. Oh, yeah. Like the, the people who are like, oh man, this is the best game of the year. It's not the people who vote. No. It's Apple. You it's- can guarantee all those like, best games to play right now, this game's hot right now, blah, blah, blah. They're all going to be Apple Arcade games. I yeah. will say, though, I feel like they're, every subscription service that's popping up now, um, no matter who's making it, is being met with resistance. Um, yeah. Because people are tired of this. We know we're being like manipulated and content's getting harder to just consume yeah. because we have to pick things. So I don't think they'll completely get rid of like indie developers and everything. They might be harder to find, but there's going to be a loss of revenue if they don't let people buy a one-time app. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, indie developers have always been kind of like stepped on, I guess the best way is yeah. shovel knife them in smash. Uh, <laughs> I just, I feel like it's already hard enough for them and I, I do, I fear this is for indie game developers that like the app store is now also another platform that's not viable for them. What could also happen though is uh, if we're going with the whole quantity over quality thing, they might take a lot of indie um, games without really like screening the quality. Oh man! And so that's another fear I. Have. <laughs> that, that reminds me of the uh, the Wii U eShop back when it was struggling to find games. <laughs> yeah, there was a oh, there was a game called Meme Run back then, and let me tell you that game was so bad that um, it got taken off the App Store or not the App Store the eShop Store. And it let me just tell you, you can really tell when. They're struggling to find games when they release something like that, or Nintendo allowed it to back then. But like, I have a yeah. feeling Apple will probably be moderately okay at first. You know, like, they at seem first, like yeah. <laughs> they seem like they have enough publishers. But then, as it will go along, I have a feeling a lot of them will just sort of drop out. You know, like yeah. they probably Sounds just right. can't keep up with it because making an app is difficult, and like trying to do it while realizing that you're probably gonna take some cuts and like losses of like money and stuff because mm-hmm. first off you can't have ads on there you can't have people buy things on your app like you know like add on purchases so right. like that kills a lot of revenue because if you think about games like candy crush like you know all that's these, where like, all the money's coming from yeah all the money comes from people buying things in the app not from the app store Right. Yeah. I feel like 
especially again with indie developers, yeah, that's where all their money is coming from. And also, I don't get how Apple really plans on this being profitable because, as we've discussed, they're not going to have this massive like base of people, especially initially, coming in and paying for this subscription service. So, like, I don't know how they're paying those IPs. Say, even if it's just twenty dollars a month, you are not for the amount of IPs and the companies you have to pay. You are not getting that much money. I think. And I'm not a CEO of Apple, but I think what they might go the route of is low cost of entry, um, especially for kids. I think if they okay. start appealing to children, that's where they're going to get their money because kids don't have a good grasp of like quality control. Valid. Um, My horse prints got super popular. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I just think this is more manipulative than every anything. Um, I don't like marketing towards children, especially in this way. Yeah. That's mm. kind of the route I think they'll go. If they do anything else, I think it would be a mistake. Uh, a financial loss, like you said, no one's going to, no one cares about this. Right. Mm. I just find it really weird that Apple, it just feels so unplanned. Everything just feels like it's just a jumbled mess. Like if they announced like, like a specific date in which it was releasing, a specific price, and like maybe additional features, like how to like showcase why in the world would anyone want this, whether or not you're yeah. developing or being the consumer of this. Like, the only people who really benefit from this is, like, maybe Apple, maybe, like, the publishers, you know, like, the people who actually make get most of the money. But in terms of, like, indie developers mm-hmm. and, like, consumers, like, both of them don't really have much say in things. Like, yeah. they just are absorbing what Apple is just... They're giving, you know, like... They're playing with the hand that they're dealt, basically. Yeah. Like, especially if you, like, think about, like, other Apple products. Like, there's an there's obviously an ecosystem around, like, Apple, and they know it. It's really scary how much they know. Apple that... has weirdly built an entire company off just of a culture. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's not even, like, high-quality products. It's just, again, like, well, if you have the iPhone, you should have, like, our Apple Watch, too, right? And then mm-hmm. you're going to get the iPad and our smart TV, right? Like, it's just weirdly, like, once you get one, you just kind of buy into Apple consumerism. I just want to say I'm escaping because my <gasps> upgrade's coming up and I'm going for Samsung, so take that, oh, Apple. Wow. I actually just got a new iPhone. It's iPhone X. Wonderful. You know what, Matt? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I do have to give them props. Like, they know, like, how to sort of push people to, like, get additional products for them. Like, for example, I can unlock my Mac with my watch, but... Cool. Like my watch is verified through my iPhone, so like it all falls back onto the onto the phone. So like, you know, you know what? I I had to give props to Apple like, a for creating factor. this death trap. <laughs> you well, go it's, ahead. it's like convenient, like because like what you said, you can access stuff from your watch. If you have an iPhone, you can go through, like through your yeah. Mac. I've been using Apple Pay forever now. Like, all, just why care a credit card when I have my phone? Like, and that's like that's probably why they're doing this too. Like. Why, if you're already using Apple for everything, why not join their gaming? It's like it's right yeah. there. Mm-hmm. It's all about convenience. And speaking about the credit cards, they also announced their own credit, credit card cards. Service, which, uh, that's also just cringy, big, big brother kind of deal. You More know? monopoly. Ugh, just why? It's just, like you can tell that they're really pushing the, like their own like little products. Like their like credit card even has their like Apple logo on it, and they're like three like the percent in terms of like cashback it's like two percent on like things through apple pay but then they're like three percent on apple products i'm so excited to buy an apple like arcade subscription with my apple credit card it's gonna be so (laughs) fun for me (laughs) Uh, i'm tired of it just no just 
you can I just feel like the cringiness like with like corporations partnering up so close to banks and stuff because banks have always been totally trustworthy and not ruthless whatsoever. Never. So just Great Depression didn't happen. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Don't worry. Don't worry. (laughs) Forget about that. We're all good now. It's not like watchdogs are being gutted as we speak. (laughs) You know what? (laughs) Well Are you even a patriot? (laughs) I'm not. Well, I'm not either. It's okay. Well, um, as this podcast is wrapping up, do you guys have any uh, final thoughts about Apple and their weird services? I prefer oranges. (laughs) 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 Oh, my gosh. I mean, I do, too, but... Uh, See, joke landed. Uh, I guess. I mean, if you force a joke, eventually it will land. Exactly. (laughs) Um, I think it's dumb and kind of gross. That's really all I can say about it. I mean, I have to... Like I said, I do have to give props to Apple for making this death trap of which probably a lot of people have fallen under, probably including myself. But you know what? It is what it is. I hope it fails, but <laughs> we'll find out this fall, Very which optimistic. is apparently when it'll be releasing. Uh, so joining me today was Emily Rubin and Matthew Yap. Awesome. I have been Eli Hoagland, and this has been How It's Played. Make sure to check us out at ByteBSU.com along with Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, all the social media feeds. This has been House Wade, and we'll see you next time.